Hello Earthlings, welcome to Astronomy with Disha. This is your host Disha and today we will talk about time travel. Imagine going back in time and correcting your exam paper's answer and getting full marks. Ooh, your home is gonna treat you to MACD, KFC or maybe buy you beautiful dresses. Or maybe just only won't throw you out of your house, duh. So coming back to time travel, let us start with the definition. Time travel basically refers to movement between certain time periods in our past or future, that is different points in space by an object or person using highly developed technology. Technologies that uh, we probably do not have now. Sounds like fantasy, right? Well, you can't really call anything impossible when it comes to science, you know? So, is time travel really possible? If you are talking about just traveling through time, we are always doing it. Look now, we are doing it. Every second we are traveling to our future. But that is not what we are talking about. We are here talking about traveling back to our past or in our future through, you know, advanced technologies. That's what captivated all sci-fi movies in our mind. Physicist Stephen Hawking pointed out in his book Black Holes and Baby Universes Bantam 1994 quote to quote, the best evidence we have that time travel is not possible and never will be is that we have not been invaded by hordes of tourists from the future. But let me tell you a story. A poster going by the screen names Time Travel underscore zero and John Titor on a variety of message boards beginning with the forum at the Time Travel Institute claimed he was a soldier sent from 2036, the year the computer virus wiped the world. His mission was to head back to 1975 in order to snatch and grab an IBM 5100 computer, which had the necessary equipment to fight the future virus. His detour to the year 2000 was simply to get a little R&R while visiting his three-year-old self, ignoring every fabric of time paradox rule from time travel stories. Over the next four months, Tito responded to every question other posters had, describing future events in poetically phrased ways, always submitted with a general disclaimer that alternate realities do exist. So his reality may not be our own. You know, parallel universe. In between dire urgings to learn first aid and stop eating beef, Mad Cow was a serious threat in his reality. Peter provided a number of technical specs regarding how time travel worked with overly complex algorithms and grainy, hard to make out photos of his actual machine the machine he used to travel back in time, which yes, of course, was an automobile, a 1987 Chevy Suburban. He even showed off his cool futuristic military insignia. 
sorry, Stephen Hawking. So on March 24, 2001, Titor offered his final piece of advice. Quote to quote, bring a gas can with you when the car dies on the side of the road. Signed up forever and returned home. He was never heard from again. So to sum up, a man suddenly showed up, claimed to be a soldier sent from 2036 to snatch and grab an IBM 5100 to fight some computer virus that he again claimed fight the world in 2036 or so. He answered some of the tweets, some of the posts that tagged him, John Titor, his name was that, at least he claimed so, vanished from this world and was never heard of again. I won't say he's real, but can we really call him fake? Some of his predictions did not go right, but some are still not that false. Now again, another story awaits. Stephen Hawking's threw a party for time travelers on June 28, 2009. The next day, he sent out invitations. Copies of it will survive in one form or another for many thousands of years. Hawking let us say it in the documentary Into the Universe with Stephen Hawking. But no one attended the party. Hey, if you are listening to me, when time travel is reality, do say hi to Stephen Hawking from my side. The party took place on 28 June 2009 at University of Cambridge, UK. Anyway, as no one attended the party, I guess none of you will do it too. Sad. Physicist Albert Einstein's theory of special relativity proposes that time is an illusion that moves relative to an observer. An observer traveling near the speed of light will experience time with all its after effects. What are those? The after effects are like boredom, aging, etc. much more slowly than an observer at rest. You know that's why astronaut Scott Kelly aged ever so slightly less over the course of a year in an orbit than his twin brother who stayed here on Earth. So science does support a bit of time bending, yeah? In short, special relativity theory of Einstein states, first, all things are measured in relation to something else. That is to say, there is no absolute frame of reference. If you're in class 9 or higher, you know what frame of reference is. Second, the speed of light is constant. It stays the same no matter what and no matter where it's measured from. And third, nothing can go faster than the speed of light. That means, light is the fastest. Well, with reference to near future, I'm not really confident about the fact that time is fastest. What if we have a rocket in 100 or 200 years or less than that which can move faster than light? FTL exists in sci-fi already. It'll probably become reality as well, just a matter of time. You can already figure out that I'm a supporter of FTL. <laughs> Everyone should be, you know. 
So coming back to time travel, an observer traveling at high velocity will experience time at a slower rate than an observer who isn't spinning through space. So where I used to be just 6 minutes older, now I am 6 minutes and 5 milliseconds older than him. Mark Kelly said this quote to quote in a panel discussion on July 12, 2020. Mark Kelly is the twin of Scott Kelly. I hope you understand what I'm trying to imply, right? Now let's come to the actual question. Is time travel possible? First of all, do let me know what you think about it after listening to me. Now coming to what science says, time travel to the past is theoretically possible in certain general relativity space-time geometries. Am I too fast? Alright. Time travel to the past is theoretically possible in certain general relativity space-time geometries that permit traveling faster than the speed of light, such as cosmic strings, traversable wormholes, yeah. But we aren't too fond of theories, right? Now, traveling to our future, maybe someday will be possible. But you'll ask me then, hey, do you imply we can also go back in time and correct all our mistakes and lead a happy life now? Well, to explain this, let me tell you yet another story. Today's session is all about stories. Not really a story, but a logical problem that arises with the concept of time travel. It's Grandfather Paradox. What a weird name. So what is this Grandfather Paradox all about? Well, it simply states that if a person is able to travel back in time, what if she or he kills her or his grandfather before he had any children? Then in that case, the present day will become a lie, which can never happen. Can you imagine the situation? Like you can travel back in time, you went to your past and you killed your grandfather. Then you, your father or your mother, everyone will be a lie. That can never happen, right? You cannot change what is present. Remember, in the beginning of the episode, I asked you if you'd like to go back in time and correct your exam paper? No, it's not possible. No matter how hard you try, but you can't change what's present. But why? If I can travel back in time, then why can't I change anything? Now we know that every problem has a solution. Grandfather paradox has a solution as well. The first solution to this famous paradox is that when you go back in time to kill your grandfather, you are not going back to your own history but a copy of your history. And everything you do in this version of your history will affect the alternate future of that universe and not your own. What a complicated thing you're saying, Disha. Wait, let me explain again. So it's like, you know, parallel universe. You go back to your time, which is not really your past, but a copy of your past. You all do control C, control V, right? Copy paste. So it's a copy of your past. You go to your copy of the past, change anything there, and that change that you did there will affect the copied 
portion of your life and not your actual life so quantum physics doesn't allow for perfect copies of yourself to exist either in time travel or teleportation as jennifer olette explains over at gizmodo think about it all your atoms are scanned and destroyed in the process because there is no cloning allowed in quantum mechanics then all that information about you is teleported to the new location where a new bunch of atoms are used to build a whole new you complete with memories personality quirks and that oddly shaped birthmark on your left butt cheek what she tried to explain is that the past you are traveling to is not really your actual past but a copy of it subatomic particles regularly do multiple different things in parallel a process known as quantum superposition it's happening in the core of sun right now if you apply this kind of thinking to the grandfather paradox you get something called a closed time loop where your grandfather is simultaneously dead and alive and so are you as a result think of parallel universe if you are poor here you are rich there if you are dumb here you are intelligent there and vice versa but don't ask about middle classes average remains the same you know bad luck you know if i could i'd show you the picture of the so called time machine that john titor claimed he used but this is a podcast and not one youtube should i open one youtube channel also i'll think about it also if one day you suddenly want to look into your past go to your terrace and look into the dark deep sky all the stars you see shining brightly most of them are dead actually they emitted light many years ago it took long time for that light to travel to earth by the time it came and we are able to see the star it probably died not always though so the star you are looking at right now if you are looking at any it is probably the image of the star from years ago when your great grandfather was born or maybe image from 2 years ago when you did something incredible all in all it's an image from past amazing huh you are right now looking at your past wow you know sky dark deep sky is full of mysteries you'll know many more amazing things once you're into this field for now time travel is not possible but who knows maybe you yes you are the one who'll invent a time machine 100 times better than doremons we all love doremon don't we so let's light up the dark earthlings this podcast is brought to you by disha keep an eye for upcoming episodes